0: What's true today might not be true an hour, a day, or a month from now. I'm going to give you the truth straight, no chaser. Glad to have you aboard. Let's get it. Welcome, my friends, to the new year, 2024, episode 51 of Jock Talk. Uh, I hope you are uh, prepared to be entertained and dazzled for the next hour or so as me and Big Joe and the Big Rig start the year off right uh, as we go deep, yeah, deep, into uh, the Cowboys and their good fortune over the weekend as well as uh, four plays that shaped the game. That 21-20, what was it, man, 2019 win over uh, the Detroit Lions. I mean, it was Saturday, but it felt like it was five years ago, Yeah, all the do. stuff that's going on. Uh, happy New Year, Doc. Uh, I know you old these days. What, what, how do you bring in the New Year, man? Was you out there partying nah, or I did don't. you sleep through it? No,
1: I don't party. I uh I got me some black-eyed peas, and uh, my wife cooked a cold-blooded-ass uh, uh, carrot cake. and uh, She cooked the carrot cake? Oh, yeah. Most definitely.
0: That's off,
1: impressive. Off the chain. Yes, sir. That's impressive. It was pretty good, too.
0: Uh, I don't hear about, man, I, you know, people cook 7-Up cake, pound cake, chocolate cake, white cake, strawberry cake. Very seldom do you hear somebody cooking a carrot cake. I almost had
1: some That for sounds breakfast. good I almost had some For breakfast
0: Duh, You, you know, know what me. I'm a non-traditional Breakfast eater You should have had Some for breakfast man
1: No I had some cashews Instead It'd be alright
0: Salted non salted. Salty Alright <laughs> You should try The unsalted man I already tried that. I'm just saying I don't like that You didn't like them No Not at
1: all <laughs> Not at all sir
0: Alright uh, we're going to start the new year with three questions. We we talked about this at the gym. It's just something to ponder, man. Uh, something you would like to continue doing, something you would like to start doing, and something uh, you would like to stop doing. And I thought about it. I said, huh, that's a good question. Uh, now, the problem is with my workout partner, I said, "Duh," And he wanted answers right then. I said, man, that's kind of a great question. So good that I don't know that I can come up with, with these deep answers you're looking for three minutes before it's time to go. I said, but I'm going to take it to the, uh, to the Jacques Talk audience and uh, and let them marinate on it for a minute. Um, you know, because New Year's always about starting new, starting fresh, getting new ideas, trying to uh, be the best version of yourself, which is great. Uh, my only thing is it's hard to maintain that consistency, and so uh, I was talking to my kids yesterday about being the best version of yourself in New Year's resolutions, and we did some vision boards, and then it was like, now what's the action plan for all the stuff on your vision board? How are we going to make it happen? And, uh, you know, we had a good time talking about that, but uh, New Year is always kind of good for that. And uh, let me put out my public service announcement. All you people that go to the gym, me included, although this doesn't apply to me in this particular case, don't be a seven-letter cuss word for the next month or so While all these new people who got resolutions about going to the gym are going to the gym. And now maybe you can't get the equipment you want at the rate that you usually get it. Maybe somebody stole the 20-pound dumbbells for a minute and you got to wait. Just chill the F out, all right? Let people try to be the best versions of themselves. Some will make it, some will won't. Like the gazelles uh, during the migration. Some of them going to make it, some of them not. All right? So just chill out while people go to the gym and try to get their bodies healthy and right. That's my public service announcement, though.
1: That's pretty good. That's pretty good.
0: I'm serious, man. People act like it's your gym. Yeah, I mean, if you want your own gym and you don't want to share that thing, guess what? Build it in your crib. <laughs> Otherwise, you got to share it. Well, you being but, nice. Uh, it takes a... I, I mean,
1: being nice at the gym, what? you know, is... is uh, You gonna you might change somebody's life, you know. You might, you might um, keep, keep them coming back, you know.
0: That is uh, That is real talk. Because it is extremely difficult. I know, because I used to be that guy. It's extremely difficult, especially if you're by yourself, to walk into a gym, try to start a workout program. Maybe you know how to use all the equipment. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're so out of shape it was a struggle to just get in that thing. And so a lot of times, uh, and I just say, I just do this from time to time. If you see somebody who you know is grinding and really trying to make that thing happen... I just walk over there, hey, great job today. Good to see you. You know, because just what you said, man, you never know with them three, four little words, that 30-second, yeah. hey, I see you grinding. I see you. That's all you got to say and keep it moving.
1: Yeah, you, all, you, you, you always got to do that. You got What gotta, you can
0: do for a person.
1: Yeah, when I talk, when I talk classes, yeah, shooting classes, I, my, my first rule is, hey, everybody support each other. Everybody yeah. support each other. And that's that's the biggest thing right there is you keep somebody going because a lot of people are scared or out of shape like you say or especially when you're shooting a lot of people yeah, here the It's intimidating sound. to go yeah. in there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I hope so, that uh. I hope so no, nah, that's
0: just my public service announcement. Yeah,
1: yeah. I hope I treated you what well. What you gonna say? I hope I treated you well when we went to the range. I'm pretty sure I did. Because it ain't no fun yeah, you being around. Cussed you out? No, I ain't cuss nobody out. No, I'm just saying. Well, you know, weights and firearms and stuff like that. You know, being around firearms, you it ain't no time to be stressing nobody. You know, or going off. You know, you want people to be safe, and I'm pretty sure it's the same thing as the gym. You know,
0: what? You know, anytime somebody trying to approve themselves, whatever they doing, you should Mm -hmm. just applaud them, give them a handshake, give them a high five, uh, uh, you know, pound them, and just keep it moving. That's all. And it don't require very much energy to do that. Uh, but you can make a, uh, make a difference. Uh, uh, you can always follow me on Twitter, at JJTJournalist. Y'all remember, if you think you follow me, you probably don't. My account got deleted. Long story that we'll get into one day soon. Uh, I am Jean-Jacques Taylor. That's where I am on Twitter, at JJTJournalist. Uh, if you're involved in an accident, check this out now. Because your boy was almost in one this weekend. Uh, like... I mean, only because I wasn't doing being a distracted driver did I see it coming, and so I slowed down and let the dude run the stop sign because I could see his, his speed was such that it was, going to be, it was going to be a collision if I didn't stop. Uh, but if you're involved in an accident, it's not your fault somebody else is negligent, somebody else screwed up. Hey, pick up the phone and make that call. 972-934-8900. Call Greening Law, and it's all you do. When they say hello, you say, hey, green in law, green team, here's my situation, here's what happened to me, let me give you the details. And I'm telling you, real talk, man, they bring you on as a client, it's your lucky day, simple as that. Because here's why, whenever you're going up against somebody else's insurance company, that thing can be intimidating, it can be long, it can be tedious, it can be frustrating, all them things. Green in law? They walk you through it, man They tell you when to turn left They tell you when to turn right They tell you when to hold tight They walk you through the process And take care of everything Why? So you don't have to You need a doctor They got you You need a specialist They got that too Um, They take care of all the questions That you think you might know And then, guess, check this out They give you the answer to some questions You had no idea you were even supposed to ask Why? They want you focused on two things And two things only Healing and renewal. Renewal and healing. Get your mind right, get your body right, get your life back. That's what they want you focused on. Get your mind right, get your body right, get your life back. That's what they want. Uh, So give them a call. You know the number by now. And I told y'all multiple times, write the number down so you ain't got to look for it when you need it. Like, it's in my phone, so if that dude had hit me, Once I got through with that concussion, I'd have picked up the phone, called the police, and then 972-934-8900, beep, and told Granny Law, y'all got one right here. Uh, But that's what you need to do. So put it in your phone so you don't have to look for it at that moment of truth. Now, man, uh, Cowboys, 20-19 to victors over the uh, uh, Detroit Lions. We're going to get into that uh, in a little bit, but first... We're going to – I did want to say a couple things first, but then we're going to talk to Todd Archer, man, because um, there's a lot of things going on with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Doug, before we call Todd, did uh, did you watch any of the Arizona game with Philadelphia? No. No, I did not. Well, I watched it. I had it on. I had the Ravens and the Dolphins on the big screen. I had the Cardinals. And the uh, Eagles on my iPad. Cardinals kick a field goal. They up 3-0. I go, huh, this ought to be interesting. Then the Eagles come down and score seven 7-3. Eagles uh, score another touchdown. Maybe that was an interception return. It's 14-3 to or something like that. But at one point, the score is 21-6. to And at that point, I go, this is a wonderful time for a nap. <laughs> so I, took, I went to sleep, dog. For real. (laughs) It's like Baltimore is kind of pulling away from Miami. This Eagles game is not going to be interesting. This is a great time for a nap. Ain't nobody here but me. It's quiet. It's cozy. The aromatherapy is good. (laughs) Citrus orange. All right. Let me just take a little nappy nap. Dude, I'm snoozing. I'm feeling good. I I had the iPad on in my room. I turned it, I, I woke up, opened up my eyes, kind of just rubbed at them, looked at this iPad, and I said, the hell is going, I literally said this, what the hell is going on, out loud, even though I was here by myself, it's twenty-eight, <laughs> I'm like, what are the Eagles doing? And then uh, the Eagles take the lead, and then I watch uh, the Cardinals go boop, 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 right down the field, Kyler, Allen, uh, Kyler Murray looking like he had Allen, And they win 35-31, and I am stunned, in my room, stunned, like the Dallas Cowboys need to go beat Washington, which they should do, and they got one playoff game at home, and if they win that one against the number six seed, they get a divisional playoff game at the crib. Dude, the stars have aligned right for your Dallas Cowboys. And if they take care of business and play to their potential, they have a chance to uh, win a couple, play a couple games at home where they're the only undefeated team in the league. And I was like, man, I guess the curse is lifted. Jerry in the ring out there. I mean, Jimmy in the ring on it. all things good. Uh, so what was your take after you saw that score?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't see the game, but I went back and looked at the highlights. It was the, it was it was uh, James Conner had the game of his life. You know he had right, a, right. he had a hundred some yards rushing. He had uh, he had a one handed catch. It's just like when teams want to beat you, they are gonna beat you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we we got beat by what's my man's name uh, Josh Dobbs. They get uh they get Kyler, yeah.
0: by two different teams this year.
1: Roger that. And uh, Kyler Murray come back. I mean, it was crazy, man. It was like that's why That's why they, that's why they pay them guys, too. It was the perfect spoiler for the – if you the Cardinals, I don't know why you would want to spoil it for the Eagles, but it's the <laughs> perfect spoiler for the Eagles, you know, for their well, season. I
0: think it's um, – I think what happens is – and we've seen it in Dallas before. Every team has seen it. This happened to every team. But what happens is you're playing this bad team at the end of the year – and before you look up, they ain't really all they don't really care one way or the other when the game starts. But then they decide at a certain point, because they're in it, they go, dog, let's let's just go on the win this thing today. Yeah. yeah. And uh let's go ruin their season. Let's go make them feel the way we've been feeling all year. Let's go make them feel like that for a week. And it is it's the NFL, man. All the guys are good. There really isn't that much difference between most teams which is why on a given day the worst team can beat the best team. I always use that example. I've used it on this show before. Tony Dumas for the Mavericks way back when pulled up and scored 35 points in the game I was at. I think it was against Seattle. And it just reminded you that everybody on the bench in the NBA used to be a superstar for the most part, whether it was in high school, whether it was in college. They were that dude. And on a given night, they can pull that out of themselves. They just can't do it consistently. Yeah. And it's the same thing in NFL, man. All these cats were all district and all Americans and all conference. And on a given day, if you don't show up right, and they feeling good about themselves and have a flashback, they can bust your ass on a given night. They just can't do it consistently. And that's how you end up with teams that win three and four games and other teams that win 12 or 13. Um, It's the consistent factor, and it's the week-to-week factor. But uh, the Cardinals bust that butt in Philadelphia, man. They got problems. I mean – I ain't asking you to do no expose on them, but what's your general thought on why they went from 10-1 to eleven five? 5
1: Well, Jalen Jalen Hurts said something earlier this year at a press conference. You know, he pretty pretty honest. Uh he pretty straightforward at the press conference. He said that um, they, they 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 he talked about commitment. And when the reporter said, What do you mean commitment? he kind of jumped off and said, Well, it's a it's a word in the dictionary, looked it up. So he kind of equivocated right. on yeah, it was that. Just like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he was like, eh, well, never mind. So I think, you know, guys uh, early on when guys was grumbling about gimme the ball, let's do this, let's do that, all of a sudden you got to, right. you know, that team last year, you didn't get a sense of, hey, uh gimme the ball, let me have this. The guys wasn't griping over stuff. You know, this year probably more a lot of a lot of stuff going on. And my last but not least, uh since I'm trying to be quick here when they lost to the yeah, Cowboys, quick, man. well, when they lost to the Cowboys, they, uh, they, uh, I was saying, man, I hope they fighting on the airplane. And that's what it looked like on the sideline when the Cowboys <laughs> blew him out. You know, I was thinking, right. man, I hope they they fighting on the airplane. And then Jalen, I've been talking about this all year, where he 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 been wearing knee brace. He's been hurt. I think every time they do the brother right. shove, he gets bang, banged up a little more because he's pushing like hell. And he getting pushed. Right. And uh, it's just a lot of things that, that that chirp at you. I hadn't seen ten and one look that bad since uh since Pittsburgh did it during COVID. Remember they was like eleven and one hmm. and they took that big dive at the end of the season and they was terrible. That's the same thing Philly is doing. And I think the glue sometimes you got them teams where you got the glue to the team. Well, you start getting your butt kicked. Right. That's what I told you last time. Uh, uh, two things to solve bad teammates is alcohol and winning. Well, neither one of them ain't working over there because they ain't winning. They probably drinking plenty of alcohol, though, and that ain't making <laughs> things no better, you know, because they fussing over there. Them big defensive tackles they drafted, now every, everybody was loving Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter. Now everybody's like, ah, oh, them guys right. can't play because the Cardinals pushed them around. The Cardinals pushed yep. them around. They whooped their butt, you know. And uh, they're not supposed to be getting done like that. There's no glue over there right now. If things go bad; they go bad. No. Cause uh, Philadelphia had yeah, one of the best cut. defenses in the league last year. This year, I don't know. Them corners getting tore up. They looking old back there. It's funny how and it you, can
0: happen in a hurry.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's funny how like <coughs> one day you looking like a spring chicken, and you you know you you know thirty thirty one don't look yeah. bad, and then the next week. Give it two weeks and thirty one look like fifty one. You know, yeah, it's a it's a
0: long season and uh, all those nagging injuries catch up to you and uh, there, there's age matters. NFL is clearly a young man's game, and um, you know I think the Eagles have a but to me the Eagles have a lot of internal issues. That's what I'm saying. They look uh, they look like an unhappy team. Yep. Uh, just and I say that in the sense of and I'm just comparing it for this before we call Todd Archer. If you look at the Cowboys, this particular Cowboys team, it's not like this every year, and it doesn't guarantee you wins. But this particular Cowboys team is a very close team to me, one of the closer teams I've seen in Dallas in a while. And you'd be surprised. Now, again, it doesn't guarantee you wins. It, but what it does is it helps you take the losses better when you have a close team. Like when they playing 50 cents many men for Mike McCarthy when he comes back, that tell you. We kind of feel it. We're kind of a close team. We're having fun. we winning. You know, when they lose these games and they've been blown out a couple times, yep. you don't get the sense that there's internal finger pointing and this guy did this and this is why we lost. And if they pick up this, then we wouldn't be – you don't get all of that with this particular team, this 2023 team. Anytime so, they get
1: cocky, I, I'm, I'm agree, I agree with you 100%. Anytime they get cocky, something happens. You know, they kind of knock them yep. down and they regroup. And it ain't no fake stuff where they regroup. The Dolphin lost, all right, all man, right. we could have won that. Let's, let's regroup. All right. And I know. Uh,
0: that, a lot of that come from, the, uh, from their leader, from four. Uh, yeah. Because that's yeah. what he does and that's what he all about. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that. Just listen, like, not after a game, but, like, go back now. You can find them all on DallasCowboys.com. Just listen to how Dak talks after wins. He deflects all the credit. It's always my teammates. This, that, the other thing. When they win, or when there's credit to be done, and when there's blame, he takes it all. He don't pass none of the blame, and don't accept none of the credit. And right. He pass out all the credit. Let me add to that.
1: Let me add to that. I don't. I don't really care about what people say, rather than what I see them do. And uh, during right. the game he he displays everything he haven't always been like that, but everything he talks about today and what you're saying he displays that during the game you know what I'm saying yeah, what what, this, what he do yeah. makes him big you know better than what he say 'cause he when he get down like he threw the pick against uh detroit you know it wasn't right. all hell here we go you know all it, 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 it's gonna be a bat now he threw that he got he he said all right let's get back together and you know, it's just one of them things where it wasn't multiple mistakes or it wasn't hanging your head. It wasn't none of that. So, you know, like I you said. I think
0: say, Dak, it's a uh, it's an authenticity about it. Like, I've heard people say they accept the blame, but they really don't. They're just saying that because that's what you think people need to hear or want to hear. Uh, but they don't really believe it. And then as soon as the camera's off, they're telling you off to the side. I said that, dog, but, you know, if he had done this, this, and this. <laughs> we wouldn't have been in this situation. I've seen those quarterbacks. I've talked to those quarterbacks, Quincy Carter. But, (laughs) um, you know, so – but that's not him. And that's why, again, when he took Tony Romo's job, you didn't hear nobody standing up screaming about, hey, Tony needs his job back. You didn't hear nobody say that. And there's a reason. It's because this dude is a hella leader. Uh, And with that, let's go call uh, Todd Archer because he'll cuss us out. For being five minutes target.
1: everybody cuss you oh, out. He cuss
0: no. me out. You yeah. get a pass. Nobody, yeah, man. Ain't nobody. Cuss I don't know him. why. As nice as I am to people,
1: I get that energy. Say, don't cuss me out,
0: though. oh uh, okay. Fuck you. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. I couldn't resist really?
1: that. Yeah, man. you need to resist I'm sorry. that. Hello.
0: I'm sorry, dog. Hello? I apologize. Yeah. I'm s- Hey, man, I'm apologizing to Joe. I accidentally cussed at him, so Uh, give us a shot. I'm sorry, It wasn't no accident,
1: Todd. Todd, you ain't got (laughs) to... Sounds like a fake
2: apology
1: to me. (laughs) Yeah, it is fake. It's it's one of them apologies Uh, that's going to get you that left hook when I see you. That's what it's going to get you.
0: (laughs) You know, back in the day, that would have really scared me.
1: He's about to say now, something. Archie, stop say that! Something. Stop
0: that! We don't need. We stop! 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 We don't need to get him worked up right now. As early as the brand new year, we all trying to be best versions of ourselves. Yeah. In my you, J- Jason Garrett voice. You failed already. Happy New Year to you, dog. Yeah. It hey, stopped. Happy man. New, it's new sounds time. like Joe's doing, doing a better job of
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> failed at that all miserably at that already.
0: <laughs> hey, he made it
2: to January second, John. Yeah. Way
0: to go. Yeah. Hey, did you? How'd you bring in the new year? Did you stay up, or as an old man, did you go to sleep before it happened?
2: No, we were up. Yeah, we stayed up. I think
0: we were up till. All right. Did you go? Twelve, like twelve forty-five, one o'clock, maybe. All right. That's good. That's good. I, I can
2: respect
0: that. That's something Clarence me. does well, on the them. regular, though. So. Uh well yeah no we Clarence I don't even know when Clarence sleeps he's like Jerry Jones I have no idea when either one of them goes to sleep. Um your Dallas Cowboys my. How how a week has made a huge difference for them. Uh, me and Joe talked about it for a minute, but what were your thoughts as uh, Arizona was putting that putting that come from behind win over uh, over Philly?
2: How bad are the Eagles? Like what what happened to them? I mean, they were ten and one. It wasn't like they were like you know eight and three, and uh, you know they were ten and one. Like and, and yeah, they weren't playing great all the time, but they were still ten and one, and now. Right. You know, he lose four or five, and it's just... Like, we we always talk about, especially on the, if the Cowboys play the Eagles in the playoffs, what's everybody going to say? That Eagles front, they're really good. Maybe we got to need to stop saying right. that, because James Conner ran through them. Like, they, they ran all over them. I don't know if Fletcher Cox has done, I don't know if Brandon Graham has done. Great players for a long period of time, but something's amiss up there, and that's just on the defensive side of the ball, the offense... I mean, they, they didn't. But in, in that game, where they had the ball for 20 minutes, so they, yeah, they, didn't, they didn't have many opportunities. But he, right, they they don't they don't look the same as it uh, as as you thought they were going to. And the only reason they were not like the Eagles getting killed, but they still get the benefit of the doubt because they went to the Super Bowl last year. So you're not on them. Right. Like if the Cowboys did what the Eagles did, oh my god, like. <laughs> McCarthy might not even coach right, his last right. game. Dak's done. Uh, Jerry needs to go get another GM. All that happens anyway. All right, but all of the same old stuff that comes up about the Cowboys. If they had lost four or five after a 10-1 start, my gosh.
0: No, absolutely. Um, now, that's enough on the Eagles, but as we look at the Cowboys, it's hard to believe, but a win in Washington – and they got a chance to uh, – I mean, not a chance. They will win the division, and they don't have to travel into the NFC Championship game if they keep winning. Uh, it's crazy. I thought that that should give them a huge boost of adrenaline going into this week.
2: It, it better, right? And, look, the, the weather up there is going to be bad in D.C., and these games are always hard against Washington, da 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 But you have everything in front of you. If you don't show up on this one, then – you know, Everybody you fight. deserve you deserve every <laughs> bit of the wrath you're gonna get, right? I mean, you've been handed Dude. this gift. You, you can't you can't squander it. And I was trying to think, Jock. Like since since I've been around since '03, I don't think the Cowboys have ever been the number two seed. They've been number one, not gotten it done. They've been five, not gotten it done. They may have been three one year. No, I think maybe they were four in no, 09. I don't think they've ever been number two. <laughs> So maybe no, that's the key for the Cowboys. So. Be the number be the number <laughs> 2 seed and that'll be the how you get to the playoffs uh, because you, you know what? Uh
0: you can say that cuz there's there's a certain amount of pressure that comes with being the one. Uh but you know man, I when I was looking at that game, I was like, man, if I was on the Cowboys after I saw that Philly game, I'd have been at the Star Sunday night getting ready. Like, I can't believe this. I'd have been so hyped and so geeked and so excited that <laughs> I just would have went up there and started working and prepping on Sunday uh, because this is uh, this is something you couldn't really have anticipated. I mean, we sat around talking about, well, maybe, I guess, the Giants might be able to get them because they got Tyrod Taylor and they playing at home. And, you know, I don't think it'll happen, but maybe. But, dude, the Cardinals, I just had no, no thought process that the Cardinals could pre- present them with this opportunity. So... Um, I think that they'll play well, and I think that they'll beat Washington. And um, you know, I think they'll go into the playoffs feeling good about themselves. And they're gonna to, be hard to, me, to beat at the crib.
2: We're we're a big style points, right? Sometimes like you you need to look good, winning to to um, right. erase doubts, and that to me, this game is this week. It's who gives a crap, man? Win it three to two, get to twelve and five, and win <laughs> the division. they have to like it, the style points don't right. matter on this one. And the way the weather is, it might not be any style points anyway. But like th- this is get a win, however you get a win, and and right. and be happier the two seed, and then you can stay home for two games where obviously you've not lost a game since the uh, opener last year against Tampa, and, and then right. theoretically that gets you a path to San Francisco in the conference title game. Should the Niners handle their business, which we think they should, right. so.
0: Right, I think. It's, uh, I, I think it's uh, it's great for them because they'll. And this is why I said, you know, I got some people on Twitter. Well, they win the division now. They got to play this team or that team. Who cares, man? Because they're going to be in a position where they can play their best football. And it's not just about being at the crib. It's because they're playing in a dome on turf where they're at their best, where they're built to play. And so they shouldn't care who they play. Um in those conditions, uh, until they get, you know, with the two opportunities that they should have.
2: And, and so obviously I get caught it's the playoffs. To it's, it's right, it's the playoffs. Everybody good. It's gonna be hard. So yeah. at least let it be hard. Like it doesn't but it doesn't mean you can't win the game. Like I mean it, it, right. so if you if you are a legitimate team, you, you win whether you're facing the, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Whoever they could, I use Minnesota, New Orleans. No, right. they could play New Orleans. But whoever they're going they would play as, See, yeah. as the seven yeah. seed. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like just get it done. And but I do think it is now. It is kind of if it is the Packers, that adds a little intrigue to the whole deal. If if we're being honest, right? If they, if the Packers end up being the the uh, the seven seed, that would be pretty funny. In my mind, like you're, you're talking about McCarthy, just because of McCarthy's th- past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now it will be thinking as yeah. lucky stars that Aaron Rodgers and that quarterback on the other side. Uh, right, is, right. You know I mean, all the all the fears would be coming up. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, we've seen that. Uh, what did you think about the end of the Detroit game, which seems like six weeks ago, but was really only a few <laughs> days ago?
2: So let's go back to the Cowboys last possession, the tripping call was ridiculous when you look at it on video and it's like so because the the tripping call sets up everything right i mean if they don't have the tripping call pollard did he run for eight yards or did he get a first down? whatever whatever the heck it was right so so then they're they're not in a situation where um yeah he ran for seven yards it's second and three at the two minute warning they're they're running the ball the next two plays like Right, and then so then, but then you're at first and 25. You can't run the ball. Like you gotta, you gotta get yourself at least in field goal position. And second and 14, everybody's killing McCarthy on that one. Dak took the blame after the game. I asked him the question, like, should you, you know, why are you going deep? What's the thought process there? And he's like, I, I got to make the completion because that's what matters. So honestly, even a a sack is better than what Dak did in that situ- uh, situation. And I, I have to imagine that McCarthy's in his ear like, hey, just take the, we we want to set third and short, you know, need to go for the hero play here, da-da-da-da-da. And right. that didn't happen. So,
0: But he got to the line, he saw that zero look, he's like, but I can get the hero play.
2: Right. And, and <laughs> if you look back at Ferguson <laughs> and CD, CD's coming open, Ferguson's open, just get your six, seven yards and, and live and, and make them burn the timeout and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so but yeah but the, the, all of this starts from the trip and then you get to the the two-point stuff like brad allen should not work a game the rest of the, should not work again this week should not work a playoff game this crew <laughs> shouldn't work it like i'm trusting and believing that the lion dan skipper did not say anything to him that decker was the one that went up to him like there's no way Dan Skipper's saying, I didn't say anything to you, and he actually did. There's no way that's happening. I'm just not going to buy that. But Brad Allen saw him running on the field, I'm like, oh, here comes 70. He's reported eligible four or five times today. So he's eligible. Yep. And if you're the Lions and no, you believe- hear them announce 70, yeah. what are you supposed to do? You can't, you can't say, no, 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 we won't, 68's <laughs> eligible, because then you blew the element of surprise. So, you know, I, I just wonder at that point after that penalty, Should Dan Campbell have kicked the PhD and just gone to overtime? Right. I I love the aggressiveness uh, after the touchdown. I I love the I love the the aggressiveness after the touchdown. Go for two, win the game. Gotcha. But then now you're back at the seven. Eh. But then you get the Cowboys penalty. Well, then (laughs) I'm okay with them going for the going for it again. I'm just not dialing a play up for number 82 to to be the guy who scores the. The two point play. I'm I'm dialing it right. up for 87 as the guy who's going to get me the, the two point play.
0: Well, that falls back. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty down with all of that. That falls back to uh, Actually,
2: the well, games now, about say one players,
0: not plays.
2: But, let me say one more thing about the Cowboys' angle on this thing. This is where the Cowboys' level of concern should be. How that game ended is this is two straight weeks. With a defense that everybody wants to say is great, the ability to make a stop to win the game, and they've not been able to do it. Dan Quinn's talking to us Bro. yesterday about how these guys didn't flinch, and they didn't flinch, and didn't flinch.
0: Yeah, they did. They gave
2: up. They flinched. They gave up a touchdown drive. Like
0: um, so. Now,
2: let me throw. This if you back want to be you. great, you don't. Have, that does not happen to you as easily as those two drives have happened to you.
0: Uh, let me throw this at you. How much of that was uh, the players and how much of that was the scheme in terms of you played so soft that you didn't
2: really make it hard for them? You kind of well, did they, they didn't opposite have, of what you yeah. did. Yeah. They didn't play that soft, you know, and, uh, right? They weren't, it wasn't prevent I looked up and right. they uh, – excluding the spike plays. They were in dime every single play, six Bs. They, they were in off coverage, three of those six, and they were impressed on two and a half because one of them planned I think the first time they were up there, they were playing sideline defense. No timeouts, keep everybody in front of you. It's a minute 40 to left. You're opening up the middle of the field. That's a lot of time. I think that's a bad call. To me, the issue was your front four got nothing, did nothing for you on that drive. And curse and, and oh, got kind of exposed covering the tight end. Uh, a couple of times so yeah, they they mixed it up a little bit but it wasn't like they went free or anything like that they weren't zip 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 down the field uh, uh,
0: I also thought now correct me if I'm wrong because I could be uh, like they had uh, Micah matched up against Sewell which to me seems like I don't want best on best then I want my best on
2: their worst well then they had, there was one play where they lined up Lawrence and, and Micah to that side to overload them and, and- you know, could work either guy on the guard as well. So, if they played the a game, um, but again, I hear what you're saying, the best on best. But is it Micah? Don't we consider Micah one of the three best pass rushers in the game? Win, yeah, right? right but especially then, at that time, I mean, especially a loud crowd, yeah. drawn you know, all that stuff, win. I can get that. But, but, but that's, that's
0: concerning What do though. you think, Joe? You want best on best or you want best on worst?
1: Uh, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to pull your ass out the little room right now. But uh I wanna do uh <laughs> Stop. No, no. Once you get me rolling, I'm rolling. You're gonna get this the rest of the show. I think they should have flipped a I'm I'm tired, I'm I'm working hard to be professional right now. Uh 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 <laughs> I think they should have flipped Micah to the other side because Decker whiffed on him a couple of two or three times. It's not the time to say, "Hey, let's let's put him on that side cuz they moved him over to the he was at the left end when they ran the dime and uh I thought they should have flipped him to the right where he could get uh Decker and maybe they got a better chance over there. But you you right, they did put him and DeMarcus Lawrence on that side one time. Usually the, usually that works, but it but well, his name is pretty good, uh, uh, Panay Sewell is pretty damn good.
2: And, okay, if you're going to say best on worst, think, sure. Like, Of course, that's your way to lead the witness there, Jacques. But eventually, <laughs> the best <laughs> on best, has, your best has to beat the best at well, actually,
1: once. Actually, I said that the other day, so I'm leading him. But the other day, <laughs> I, I, I said it a couple of days ago. They should have done that. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I mean, you could go either way, but, you know, uh, I'm trying to do my best advantage, and my best advantage is not necessarily facing one of the best pass protectors in the league uh, when I'm trying to win. Uh, But you could go either way, but uh, somehow they figured out to get it done, and now as we move into Washington in the playoffs, uh, they got to figure out something to do with that running game, man. Or was Detroit just that good against the run?
2: Uh, both? uh, Both. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say the easy answer is both because Detroit's run defense was top five good entering that game. But to me the concerning part what was it and I know you tracked this that it was like six negative runs or something like that that killed him on first down. Yeah, it, bro. So, you know, it's gotta be better. It's it's what have they gone? Four straight games without a hundred yards rushing as a team? That's the first time that's happened in almost a decade, if not longer. Um They've they've had their offensive line. Okay, yeah, Tyron missed a game in there, but like they they've had their offensive line. So the continuity thing. Hey man, it's freaking week seventeen, week eighteen. Figure it out. Right. Uh, Pollard's healthy, and actually that Tony up until the last two games was looking more like the Pollard from last year than, than at any point this season. So you, you better be able to move the ball because I'll. Let's be honest. The Cowboys' pass game just seems to be throw it to CD, throw it to Ferguson, and when you need a clutch play, you're throwing it to Cooks. No one else is getting the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, right, right. And, and, and heck, it's working. I'm not saying it's not working, but like you, you, they've got to become better. They don't have to become the 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 best running team in the league or anything. And certainly, that's not going to happen at this time of the year. But but they need to be. Right, right. They need to have something that they can rely on. A play, two plays that they know, okay, this is gonna get us a positive gain here. Maybe not break a twenty five yard run, but it's gonna get us five, six, seven yards. They don't have that. They, they they've not really had right. that all year.
1: Do you think that's, that's the, not, do that's you think good. that's you think that's by design or do you think that's the talent that they have? Is it the design of the play or is it the personnel?
2: Um that's a good one. I'm individual like individually I'll look at Zach Martin and Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith and say well they should be good enough to move guys up front to do something so I wonder if it's the scheme uh, in their run game and how they're attacking people and what they're not doing as to what they've done in different years and then you know the running backs case, case okay Pollard's not Zeke in though in in when Zeke was at his best but he still should have been better than what he's then. So I want. I do wonder if it's scheme more than players.
1: Yeah, they tried to run. Uh, a, they tried to run a toss play with uh, with Pollard with uh,
2: Cooks, Brandon
0: Cooks.
1: Cooks setting the edge over there, and I was like, man, what they doing? If you're gonna well, do this that type, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, man. Like I'm with you. No, like they they did this with Noah Brown a bunch when Kellen and Jason Garrett and those guys were here. Yeah. Where they motioned Noah Brown down, and now it's motioned Jalen Tolbert in. Like, to me, all you're doing is bringing another defender into the box. Like, that one is always kind of, I don't understand that. When you're having a hard time moving guys, why are you bringing it? Why are you clouding it up even more? Like, there there should be some nickel runs that the Cowboys are better at. And that was what they've been good at over the last couple of years, in my mind, um, that it's just not working for them this year.
1: Let me ask you this: uh, have, last, you, have you seen? Yeah, any, ahead, have you seen anything? Yeah, shut up,
0: Jock.
2: It's me and Joe talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: gonna pull both of y'all out this. I'm trying to pull both of y'all out of this little room. I you don't. You don't, room. <laughs> you don't
1: have a little room. You don't have a room. Anyway, uh, my question is: Is it anything like? Do they run anything that Kellen Moore ran? Is it any plays? Did, did they just scrap that whole offense? Because some of the runs and stretches and tosses and stuff that he ran was pretty successful. Did Mike toss all of that? Have y'all seen anything that that
2: they used to run that they run now? They they do some, but they've changed a lot of their run game this year than what it had been in how their their job descriptions and those things. But I mean, there's you know, there's wide zones, there's inside zones which is what Kellen did and all that. It's just a question of what you think you're good at, and I don't know if they know what they're good at at this point. Um, but they've changed their their run game. Not philosophy, not like some of the, I guess, job responsibilities maybe is a good way to say it. I don't, I don't, I'm not probably phrasing it the right way. But they, they changed more of that one. Um, and then in the, on the pass game, really the biggest change is the as protection over what Kellen and Lyndon and Garrett did all those years. But something's gotta they gotta figure something out. They gotta figure it out soon. Gotcha.
0: Uh, last couple things as I rejoin the show is uh CeeDee Lamb. What do you think about his performance this year? And I say that under the auspices of at a certain point very early in the year, we like I know he's the number one on the Cowboys, but is he a legit, true number one receiver, or is he just the number one receiver on the Cowboys? Right, like he's no, answered I answered most of those questions.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say that. I think he's answered that question that he's a true number one. And, like, how far down the list do you got to go? It says, like, when people talk about the best receivers in the league, they're going to Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. Dude, <laughs> Like at what point do you get the CD and uh, say, "Wait a minute, you got to start getting him in that conversation
0: now, too." You know what I'm saying? Oh, like- I think, and that's a, that's actually a great conversation because I think maybe he was, and I'm just doing this off the top of my head. Maybe he was nine or ten when the season started. Dude, you could say he's anywhere from two, three, four to me because he's making catches, he's making contested catches, he's making clutch catches, and he's scoring. And we all know that he's that guy, so it's not like. Oh well, we'll just sing him. He's getting his share, of double coverage or whatever. But uh, they're now video gaming him and getting him the ball and moving him around, and
2: you know he's getting the, it every the, game, and he's still right. getting it. And then the the knock on him earlier, and it was probably why people had him where he was. Was and you heard Richard Sherman and some other DB, old time DB, say, "Well, he's a slot guy." Well, okay, he's a slot guy, but he they do move him around and. Shame on you if, like, did the catches count less if you're a slot yeah. guy as yeah. opposed to you're outside? Like, yeah. so, but the one thing I think is pretty amazing about C.D., and I just wanted to look up the numbers, was every year his numbers have increased in, a, in each of his first four seasons. And it wasn't like he started at, right. like, 25 <laughs> catches for 525 yards as a rookie, right? It was 74 for right. 935, 79 for 1102. 107 for 1359 and now 122 for 1651 like at what point does this start to plateau or can he continue to add on this stuff like his um his growth and i don't think it's just related to the fact that amari cooper's gone and they needed somebody and gallup hasn't stepped up like i think this guy has developed into one of as he said earlier this year one of them ones like (laughs) <laughs> he's one of them
0: ones right right Yeah. no um, okay see I wasn't going here because I still got one last question for you but we're having a good conversation and it's our show so we can do whatever we want to do, um, do you, and you mentioned it and I've talked a little bit about it you think he would be this guy if Mark Cooper was still here and that's not to say that they should have traded Mark Cooper for two dead flies but do you think he'd still be this guy if Amari Cooper was still here?
2: He wouldn't have 122 catches, no. But he'd still be, right. have the impact, I think. Um, I, I still think he'd have that now, impact. Side, I'm, ready.
0: I, I'm just saying. Uh, I look at it from this way, and, and nobody knows. But if Amari is here, and Amari is that number one guy. It's just a, to me it's just kind of an attitude and you wonder if he would have stepped up or if he'd have still been a little bit of a little bit differential but because of the respect he had for Amari as a route runner, as a player, et cetera, et cetera. Or if they would have both I mean, if he would have still emerged and you just would have had two ones, uh, you know, instead of uh, what you got right now. It's just a philosophical
2: yeah. yeah. Right. And I'll go, you know, the, the Amari contract was designed in a way that it was really a two year deal. Right. I'm not debating whether they made the mistake of trading them and not getting enough in return and all that stuff. But the design of the right. deal was for it to be two years and let's see where things stand. Knowing that you're going right. to have Gallup was coming up and they drafted CD, I think, right after they right. signed Amari, right? So. Yeah. You know, quibble on how they got there and what they did. But I, I still think but I'm But they got the number 1, developing. receiver that they got. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so you can have, yeah,
1: and, I don't think you can have two number ones. I don't think you I mean, look at what's happening what in the by Randy Moss
0: Chris Carter
2: uh, Well, by the end Randy Moss Randy Chris was, Carter wasn't the number 1. Randy was one. Yeah, Chris you can tell Chris, and Chris and
1: Chris Carter's <laughs> mind,
0: he was one, but. Right. Yeah. No, uh, but I see what you're saying. That's well, what Philly, you're saying. Like,
1: what, look what's happening in Philadelphia right now. With Brown and, and uh, number six and you number nine. You think that's
0: like, the issue with, with those two guys? Oh, yeah.
1: When Brown raised hell. Or is hell, it the
0: when, coordinator when, and the court?
1: Well, when Brown raised hell at the, the beginning of the year, he had six straight 100-yard games. And a lot of that was give me the ball. Now, what do you think Devontae thought about that?
2: You know. yeah he weighs 127 pounds and he gets hurt all the time i'm thinking number eleven is <laughs> their number
1: one yeah yeah but i'm saying is the, the guys he thinks he's the he's number still... one he thinks he's the number yeah. one so you know it's it's okay when you winning when you start losing then you start saying hey throw me the ball sometimes hey, number one is an attitude sometimes too if you think you're number one that's why
0: yeah I like. that's kind of what i'm getting at so i don't know that's it's a it's a cowboys are cool because they got a legit number one now uh but uh you know those receivers in that diva status it's a uh, it's always something you got to keep an eye on uh but the question I was asking you I, w- I was saving for the end we just had such great conversation we just went a little long uh Jimmy Jerry the ceremony what'd you think ring of honor and I know you got yeah. your own thoughts on uh on Jimmy but that's really from his days in Miami more than his days in Dallas
2: right no I I, I thought it was really cool to watch and see and I thought Jimmy's speech was great and it was almost like he was coaching those guys again. It was like he was talking to those guys. What you know what I'm saying? Like, and again, yeah, there's ninety three thousand right. people in the stadium and all that one. But, but you know, I thought his speech was really cool, and you could see why he was such a good motivator and got those guys, how he got them ready to play and all that stuff. And you know, beyond the fact that he should have been on, in sooner, beyond the fact that now we don't have to talk about this anymore, it was just a cool night to see. It was really kind of like when he came out. It wasn't just Troy, Michael, and Emmett and Woody and, and Charles that went up to him. It was the stalwart guys too, right. the, the Landry guys right. too that came over to him. And and it was a it was a cool moment when you of, of all the ones that we've seen, I think that one was probably the coolest and the most emotional because of the 30 years that have passed and how everybody was waiting for for this to finally happen. Um, uh, yeah, I thought it, it was it was pretty cool. Now you mentioned the Miami thing. The people in Miami have a completely different feeling for Jimmy Johnson than the people <laughs> in Dallas. Like the people in Miami don't like. Right, What's right, the big right. deal about a ring of this ring of wrong thing? We don't care. He picked a fight with Don Shula and, and Dan Marino, and he lost. Like we love those guys. We don't like Jimmy as much anymore. Even if you want us a national title at the Like so sure. here, uh, it's he's responsible for uh, for that Super Bowl run.
0: Uh, I thought that the photo that was in the morning news, I'm not sure if if it was captured everywhere else, where Jimmy, Michael, and Emmett are going crazy, and Aikman's kind of looking over at the side, kind of bemused. I was like, that is like the perfect photo of kind of how they were as a team, where Michael is just going crazy. Jimmy's all excited. Emmett is not quite as going crazy as Michael, but he's still having a great time. And Troy's over there being you know, not stoic, but
2: Troy's being Mr. Troy. Which is why he he's was being always, Mr. quarterback. Yeah,
0: yeah, so good in the playoffs. And I, I thought that was that, – that's actually one of the few photos that was so good they actually took it and saved it, and I'm going to make a print out of it because it was just such a cool photo that kind of represented everything that team was about. Now, that All right, saved, who's the next guy? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, no, I saw it. All right. Who's the next guy going uh, in the ring? I of think honor?
0: Uh, okay. I I, I think uh, we're going to create some controversy. I think we are. Uh, I think Wit is the next guy, but I don't think Romo deserves to be in the Ring of Honor. I'm sorry.
2: Um, <laughs> it's Jerry's didn't. Ring of Honor, first of all, so we know Jerry's feelings right. for him. However, we know we know it's his, his because it
0: took Jerry thirty years.
2: Right. Yeah. So, for, but if you if you hold these guys to the to the same standard, um, Tony probably doesn't I'm not being get in, mean, and that doesn't mean Tony I'm wasn't being a great quarterback. Mean on, yeah, I, right, I can't being the case mean on but Romo. Not being in. Yep.
0: but I'm just saying, you know, Romo was a terrific quarterback, but and I'm not saying it's all his fault, but. Ultimately, he didn't win anything, per se, and he's not a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Very Gooder, and, you know, it's, I just, I mean, he'll get in there, I'm sure, but uh, if, we're, if we're talking about Jerry and we're talking about the standard, like, I just don't see it. Uh, I mean, I know, but that being said, it's Jerry's ring of honor. If he wants to put there. I but, would but look, I like oh. he's
2: the franchise. He's the all time leading passer in franchise history. He's got the most touchdown passes. Uh, you know, all, 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 all of that stuff, I'm sure is winning percentage now. But it's again, right. when it's supposed to be the the what? It, what's Jerry say that text told him, keep it exclusive. Well, there's well, yeah, something that separates all those guys and uh, you know like okay well Witten won as many playoff games as Romo right um so yeah, uh, Witten's
0: going to the Hall of Fame at some point i think
2: right what right. about what so, about somebody I say that?
1: what about somebody from the offensive line? you got guys blocking for the all-time leading rusher
0: Well, I
2: don't know
0: if, uh, and I'm just Larry saying
1: Allen, uh, Nate? Who are we talking yeah, about? Like, yeah. I'm talking about Nate should be in yeah. the ring of honor. And if not, the hall.
2: I think Nate's problem is that he was such a character that nobody remembers how good of a player he was. Yeah. Which is unfair to Nate.
0: Yeah. I can see that. And I don't know if they got any other convicted felons in the ring, but maybe they do. <laughs> they, they
2: got him in the hall. But, uh, uh, okay, Landry or, OJ goes O.J. was innocent. In. <laughs> we ought to be done with he, the Landry. He era, was right? found not guilty. I don't think he was found innocent. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, Cornell Green, she go era, in.
2: Right? Cornell Green?
0: Um, Bob Hayes, Cornell Green. Brad Sham on the
2: air to talk about all this stuff.
0: Bob Hayes. I think
2: Bob
1: Hayes, Bob in Hayes in. is in. Bob Hayes is a convicted felon.
2: Oh,
0: so, we went back to that. Okay, on that
1: one. Well, if you're going to take a shot, take a shot. There you go. Bob Hayes,
0: convicted felon. You um, know. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think we should be done Concern, with
2: that. I'm concerned that Joe knows all these convicted felons. I think for the Cowboys, where, where, where are we at? Joe? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he a
0: diehard fan, baby. Yeah. He knows everybody. Uh, but uh, I think, uh, I don't know. You tell me, I don't know anybody other than Whitten. Who i believe is going to the hall of fame at some point uh and uh Romo is anybody else deserving
2: of, the of conversation? this of the this re- most recent era yeah i mean de- no i can't i, I love des but no des had three great years three good years and a good career yeah three great years
0: yeah right no, in, a, in a good
2: career, so no des doesn't go in um does, okay let's say they signed Dak to contract extension and he plays here another seven years. Does this similar stuff? You know what, Does man? he go in?
0: Dak would fall into the same category well, as Tyron Smith and Dak yeah.
2: Martin. Yeah. In, right. Yeah. Okay. Tyron Smith and Dak Martin go in. Yeah.
1: At some point, yeah. So do you have to have uh, some hall consideration before you go into the ring of honor? I think
0: that's the way the Cowboys have built it up. Okay. That you need to be a Hall of Fame caliber player to get in.
2: Well let's make and sure Woody made, gets into the Hall of Fame this year then. Yeah, Woody got to get in. Dude.
0: You know, that's my guy, so I am uh, I'm hoping like heck he get he gets in. Uh but you know, Hall of Fame's a tricky thing. It's so political that, you know, you can't really say who gets in for you know, or who doesn't.
2: And, and that's a hard um, job like, for all but, them guys. It, that's a hard job to vote and and pair that down to what they gotta pare it down to. Because you can make arguments for everybody. But again, if you're looking at the safeties that have gone in this last five, six years, seven years, whatever it's been. John Lynch, Steve Atwater, uh, Leroy Butler. Okay, Darren Woodson's right there with all those guys, if not better than all those guys. So, he needs to be, if we're clearing the decks for the safeties, he needs to go in.
0: I mean... Yeah. I think he's a Hall of Fame player. Um, I don't really think he's a – I mean, when you think about what he did as a player on teams that won, and then the fact that he was covering Jerry Rice when needed in the slot so that they could play the uh, three receiver sets, nickel sets out of their base defense, uh, which not a lot of people think about. I mean, it just – I mean, he's to me he's a clear Hall of Famer. It's not really a whole lot of conversation. But obviously uh, everybody doesn't see the game like that because everybody didn't watch every play that he played. So, uh, So I get it.
2: But uh,
0: Hey, man, I appreciate the very engaging conversation this
2: morning. Happy New Year. Ooh, 35 minutes. We went <laughs> way long.
0: Said, what, what? Yeah, why why'd you take a pause? I was being sincere. Maybe uh, I no, maybe I nobody sincere can enough tell. Often enough.
1: Can't nobody tell, dog.
0: Joe is one of my best friends. He's been like that for about 30 years now. Uh, Archer's been uh, one of my uh, – Archer's probably my favorite guy to work with. Uh, during the nine or ten years we were both together at the morning news and then I'm sorry I can't remember didn't we do a stand at ESPN together
2: yeah ESPN Dallas yep. right there. yeah yeah I, I say
0: that only because we've all kind of changed jobs within the same jobs and some of them overlap for more years than others and it's kind of confusing but Archer's uh, one of the real good people I've
2: ever worked with and uh, you know he's my I might brother. say more about the other people I mean, you work with than it does me <laughs>
0: no and archer is one of the most genuine people i know that's why that's what you know i have people like joe and archer around me to keep me base because i can go off off uh off but uh, they're grounded people so they keep me uh they keep me in check that's why i like them they call bullshit when necessary Yeah, you need people like that in your life
1: yeah i'm kind of calling bullshit on all that you just said why would you say that why are you even never go ahead. It's, it's Todd true, we man, we know, you know we, what you know we know when we be in Greece, Todd. You uh, know what I'm saying?
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to express my my love for my boys and this is this is all I get. Yeah. When we so, get the barbecue, uh,
2: with, hey with Joe, there? when we get the barbecue gift gift certificate, then we know he means
1: it. Yeah. I right, I'm th- yeah, I'm all gonna right, I'm gonna enough with you. Todd, Good I'm right. I'm gonna put that I down. i right. put that down, walk away from you. <laughs>
0: You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm going to do. Sounds again. good. Yeah. I- I'll see you at the Star Wednesday, dog. All right. Sounds <laughs> good. Hey, All right, bro. Later. That's a Tired Archer brought to you by Smokey John's Barbecue. each and every Wednesday right here on Jack Talk. Uh, speaking of Smokey John's Barbecue, we're trying to get Joe the jam session bowl. It's not just talk, it's real. Now, I'm going to check with your schedule because my birthday is coming up and I'm going to take the day off and that might be a good day for me to to come out there and deliver it for you. And so I'll check with your schedule and see if you are available uh, for me to... Even if I had to drop it off if you're not there, then you can warm it up and and enjoy it later. But, you know, that's, that's one of my goals for this week. And the Jam Session Bowl is worth the wait, man. It's love for your mouth. It's mac and cheese, a mashed potato base, and then you get to put two out of five smoked meats on it. Uh, Joe said he would like the double brisket, so we're going to try to work that with him. I prefer the brisket and the sausage, although the double brisket, you can't go wrong with it. And then, all this stuff you find on loaded baked potato, bacon bits and cheese and chives and sour cream, all that stuff, they put it on top of it, smoosh it down. Looks good, though. Then they either drench it with sauce or drizzle it with sauce, and it's fantastic. It really is. Um, uh, Man, it is love in your mouth I, I'm sorry, I just had a quick flashback about it It's delicious But it's only on the secret menu Like, you can't walk in there and be like Where is it on the menu? You just have to know that it exists Otherwise, your life will be unfulfilled But if you listen to the show Now you know it exists So you can order it It's Jam Session Bowl uh, If you want Smokey John's in your life A little more frequently You can go on the Marketplace On the website, SmokeyJohns.com Click on the Marketplace You can order the rub Or the sauce And have it delivered to the crib How about that? Or, if you need it more immediately You can run up the street to your local H-E-B, whether it's in Burleson or Waxahachie, Frisco, McKinney. Pick up the rub right there. Sauce, too. It's fantastic. Uh, Jam Session Bowls, Smokey John's Barbecue, 1820 West Mockingbird. Make that a part of your life. It's five minutes from downtown. Okay, seven minutes from downtown Dallas. It's a great spot. Food, catfish, ribs. It's all good, man. Go by Smokey John's and have a piece of... uh, Soul food, it's good. Archer ran so long that we're gonna make a couple of quick adjustments because uh, it was a great conversation. Uh, let's go to this man. Uh, did you watch both playoff games yesterday? Yes. College football. Yep. Uh, let's focus uh, on. Uh, I mean, Michigan. I got. I don't. I can't. Let me tell y'all this. As an Ohio State graduate and Ohio State football fan. I hate Michigan. I'm supposed to, it's like Texas and Oklahoma. I'm supposed to, it's like USC and UCLA. But even I, I'm, I'm being real with y'all, cause I just discovered it this morning. Even I didn't realize how much I hated Michigan. Meaning, while I'm working out and listening to, the, watching the pregame shows this morning, like I didn't even want to hear all this stuff about their win over Alabama. Um, it just bothered, like ugh. And uh, I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave this alone. Part of my problem with Michigan this year is besides the normal hate, and I'm, you know, I get it, okay? They got caught cheating basically on two different levels. Convicted of the crimes, serve suspensions, and it, that is whatever it is. But to sit there and be convicted of the crimes and then act like a victim, I just can't get down with that, man. I'd be better if you said, hey. We made some bad judgment, we got caught, we served our sins, now we ready to get on. Okay, I can live with that. I still wouldn't like them, but I can live with that. But this whole victim thing, God, it's terrible. That being said, they played a hell of a game yesterday, and uh, they beat Alabama, they came from behind to do it, they made all the plays when it mattered. And uh, for that, I can congratulate them. And uh, I will go shake Jordan Lewis's hand with the Cowboys, because I think he's the only dude from Michigan I like. Uh, I think that's the case. I could be wrong, but I think that's the case. That being said, bro, what you think about the Texas game and how close they came to beating Washington?
1: First, I want to address the, the Alabama game plan where you, you could have used that kid from Alito, Chase McClellan, a lot more than you did, but they wanted to put the ball in, in, in Milrose's hand. I don't, I, don't, right, right. I don't understand it. He had like 21 carries and 26 pass attempts in the last play. I just thought that the Nick did himself a disservice. And Miro talked all that noise all week about O'Brien saying he couldn't play quarterback. And then he went out and kind of proved him right. So, I, I don't know. Plus, it didn't help. The, the, now, the, the, was that
0: more about him or was that about the, defense, the offensive line getting beat up front on a regular day? They got
1: beat up front, five sacks in the first half. And then the play calling, too. Yeah. Um, plus, the, the center was killing them, too. But, uh, dude, when, when yeah, he was doing, doing low snaps, doing low snaps, taking away any kind of movement. But, uh, just the game plan to go through the quarterback, I thought was a bad game plan for them because the running back still, you know, uh, uh, McClellan was doing pretty good. But, uh, anyway, on to the Texas game. What was your question again?
0: Uh, what do you think about the Texas game? It kind of went the way I thought. Yeah, I thought it would be the last team had the ball would have a chance to win it or lose it.
1: Yeah, I knew Texas. You know, I knew that uh, Michael Penix was like thirty years old, so I knew he was going to have kind of an <laughs> advantage. He, he should be backing up somebody in the NFL. You know, this I think <laughs> right, we, right. I think we own to the last of those COVID players. You know, guys that had an extra COVID year. You know that stuff. Right. Right. You know the the, the year that they played it didn't count. That they getting now and. and uh Michael Penix was pretty good. It was it was kinda cool to see somebody left handed play. And uh right. um I don't know, I just didn't I thought the Texas secondary played kind of discombobulated all year. And it didn't it, it showed up real early. And then Washington's secondary was kinda like that. But uh yeah, I thought it was gonna be a shootout. I thought Washington would win, but nobody knew what was gonna happen toward the end of the game. Like what the hell? You know. How they played to the last, the literal last second of the game.
0: Yep, it was a, uh, I thought it was terrific. You know, some people thought it was pass interference on the dude from Washington, but I thought it was a terrific play. Maybe he got there tick early, but yeah, I didn't bit. think it was anything egregious that that deserved any kind of flag. And I thought he made a great play to, to really swipe at the ball as opposed to, you know, sometimes they can get a little... Um, it's not quite as definitive, and then I think that's – you grab him around the waist a little bit and pull him, and that's how yeah. you end up with the flag. But, yeah. He but had he really hand. went he had and knocked on. the ball down.
1: Yeah, he had his hand on his helmet, and it didn't really do nothing to move the receiver. Well, did he touch him early? Yeah, but did it kind of move the guy? You know what I'm saying? You, you didn't, it didn't yeah. jostle the guy or nothing like that. So, yeah, I, I thought it was kind of a flip, a coin flip, whether you're going to call it or not.
0: Yeah, but I, th- I thought Texas – I mean, it was a terrific game – when you lose by the way they lost, or you lose the way Alabama lost in a in a playoff game for a, tr- a national semifinal, you are disappointed, man. But you can't really just be mad. It was a great game. You showed up. You played well. This is not TCU getting beat sixty five to seven or whatever. This was a you know terrific game, and you just happened to lose. And it, I it really, happens sometimes with I good teams. I'd
1: rather get beat how TCU got beat.
0: No. Nah, I yeah. wouldn't. you got all day to sit around and think about it. Well, why you why you in was, the midst of getting that butt whooping?
1: There was nothing you could do about it. When you when you when you had a chance to win, that's to me that's the Correct. worst feeling in the world. When you down there and you got a chance to win like that, I'd rather lose by yeah. fifty than lose by one. That's just I mean 50, I 50 mean they steamroll no, my they kicked my butt. It wasn't nothing I could do about it. No matter what I did, it don't matter if I missed the block or I missed the play. I <laughs> I couldn't do nothing about it. But when you lose by one point or one possession or whatever it is, that's to me that's ten times worse than getting beat by fifty. Okay, I ain't, cry, I ain't
0: I can, crying. I ain't crying.
1: I ain't, with that intellect. I ain't no. crying if I lose by fifty. I ain't crying. We got we got our ass beat a long time ago. <laughs> but if I lose by one point on one second on one drive, yeah, I'm 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 sitting on the damn field, uh-huh. and the tears gonna come.
0: Intellectually, I can get down with that. Uh, I can see that. This is to me, this is the start of Texas's run. We didn't heard it for the last decade. Texas is back. Well, Texas is back now. This started their run. Quinn U is coming back next year. They've had what appears to be a terrific recruiting class. Uh, They should be at this point next year for sure with the playoff being expanded, but they're good enough to be, you know, in the national semifinals next year, no matter how many teams are playing. And if Arch Manning is who we think he is or who we've been told he is, then their run will continue for the next two or three years. And by then, you know, they should just, you know, I think Sark has done it because to me, and I ain't breaking no news here. The game is about the quarterback. If you got legitimate quarterbacks, NFL talent quarterbacks playing for you. All the other talent that a school like Texas is going to get, you're going to be in a hunt. It's just a matter of whether you can win those, those games like yesterday. So to me, this is the start of the Texas run. It's going to be a glorious next three, four, five years for the Longhorns. And let me tell you all something. You've suffered for about 13 years now since the last appearance in the uh, championship game with Vince and uh, Colt McCoy. Now you now you back, so just savor it. Enjoy it. Don't get so caught up. But just enjoy it. Too many people, my Buckeye fans included, spend too much time moaning and groaning instead of enjoying the victories. So enjoy They're
1: they going the to the SEC next year?
0: They're going to the SEC, right? Yep. Okay. They, they can compete in the SEC. All right. I don't then. think they're A&M. All right. Then. I mean, you got to have quarterbacks, to, uh, you know. But when you got the playoff, you can lose a game or two and it's not the end of the world. Uh, you don't does this mean you don't think that they can compete in the I c
1: c i don't think they's going i think they're gonna have to adjust that's what i think i think it's not the big twelve i think they're gonna have to adjust uh they're gonna make some real adjustments and play a lot better to, for the next five three or four years to be glorious like that especially if you go going to a, a better league with better competition it's just yeah, it's just, just gonna be adjustments.
0: do you think they gotta
1: make i think they're gonna have to play better defense they gonna have to. It's not gonna be a lot of shootouts and stuff like that. And then a lot of those SEC teams, they do, they do crazy stuff. They will run the ball, they will do whatever it is. You going into Florida, you going to different Kentucky. They do whatever it takes to win a game. And I think in the Big Twelve, sometimes you get into these shootouts, like the game they played with Washington. That just played right into their hands, as, as far as being a Big Twelve team. Let's shoot it out. Right. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no Kansas States in uh, in the SEC. Not at all. So, you know, a lot right. of time they struggle with teams like that, but it's possible. I'm just saying, if they make adjustments, they got – like you said, they got big-time players, big-time coaches. I just don't think it's going to be that easy when you fool around over them.
0: Well, that is the beauty of sports. We will soon see uh, quite a challenge when you go to the SEC. We, well, I think we all know that. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it, but I think this is the start of their run because they got talent. They're going to have a good quarterback play. They're going to be in the hunt. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, whether they can finish the deal over the next three or four years. And, uh, you know, time will tell. But uh, we appreciate everybody checking in with us, spending the holidays with us. It's been a good time uh, hanging out with you guys, keeping you informed about what's going on with the Cowboys, Uh, especially uh, Big Joe and the Big Rig. we didn't spend a couple late nights, but they were enjoyable. Uh, You know, sometimes you got to sacrifice just a little bit of sleep uh, to give the people what they want and what they need. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we always like to thank Greening Law for making this possible, as well as uh, our friends over there at Smokey John's Barbecue, Brent and Juan. They're my guys. And then, uh, you know, you can always follow me on Twitter at uh, JJTJournalist. I am Jean-Jacques Taylor. And remember, keep the pictures coming when you go to Smokey John's. Uh, soon Joe will have a bowl, but we love the comments when you include him. Uh, I send them all to him. Uh, so, he, so he stays up with the game. And uh, we appreciate you. So until we chat again, you guys be blessed.